Uh, so prior to starting the episode today, I had I had one all planned out. I was ready to do it, uh, ready to record, but then Nintendo dropped some news regarding their online service. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna hold off for the other episode till next week. You know, plan it out a little bit more, and we're gonna talk about Nintendo's online service today. Uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna have the Twitter topic of the day. May or may not. Um, this probably isn't gonna be a super long uh, podcast episode. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, just talk about Nintendo's online service and some of the good things that they included in there and then some of the bad things. Well, not really bad, but some of the confusing, puzzling things that they uh, either kept in there or didn't have in there. So uh, basically, we'll start with the good. So the good is the, the price point. The price point is actually really reasonable considering all the other online services that you know are offered by Sony and Microsoft. So unlike Sony and Microsoft, Nintendo has a lower price. So there for a yearly subscription, it's going to be $19.99 per uh, year, which is, you know, basically $20 a month. And I think for one month, it's like $3.99 or something like that, which is actually really reasonable because Sony's is, I think, $60 a year and then $9.99 a month. So if you pay it like monthly, it's actually, you know, more, but whatever. Um, so this one's kind of like a, a major drop off and I think there is a third pricing, uh, option in there too, but I honestly can't really remember it. So, you know, <laughs> we just won't, we won't cover it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, basically it's going to give you access to the, the online, just like, you know, what's available for free right now. Um, but then it's also going to give you the option, uh, to download some classic NES games. Now, this isn't Virtual Console, and we'll get to that in a second, but it's going to bring back these older NES games, but they're going to be uh, having online co-op-focused uh, uh, features in them. So you'll be able to play, I guess, just for, I mean, it's not this particular game, but say there's like Balloon Battle, which I can almost guarantee you is probably going to be one of those games. You'll be able to play it online with a friend now, which is kind of cool. Like, instead of, you know having like the the two players and it just doesn't do anything like the you know, the 3ds version you'll actually be able to play that online now it's going to have that incorporated in it which is really cool um but on top of that nintendo came out and said this is kind of going into the more confusing aspect of it nintendo said that they're not going to be they are not really not i don't want to <laughs> you have to be careful with your terminology here um, they didn't say that they're not going to have Virtual Console on the Switch, but they said there's currently no plans for it. So um, I don't have the direct quote. I probably should be a little bit more prepared. Um, I could probably pull it up, but I don't want to, you know, interrupt the, the show to do it. But just paraphrasing, they basically said there are currently no plans to release any Virtual Console, at least, you know, under that branding of Virtual Console to the Nintendo Switch's uh, eShop. So instead, we're getting a Netflix, a Netflix-like subscription to games that now feature online. So um, I've read some things on the internet of people saying, "Oh, well, this is just Virtual Console with online features." Like everyone's freaking out for no reason. 
And, you know, that may be the case. However, what about the single-player NES games? What about the single-player SNES games and all the other games? You know, uh, are they just going to add leaderboards to them and be like, this is how it is now, it's online? Or are they just going to not include those? So I've kind of thought about different like reasons as to why they're doing this. I mean, they could just release older games and just not call them virtual console. Um, their wording was very, it was, it was kind of, you could definitely interpret it in different ways. I mean, I think you can put a spin on anything, but the way they, they said it, it seemed like to me that there's still a possibility for these classic games to come out. It's just not going to be called virtual console anymore. You know, they're rebranding it, which I honestly don't really mind. Uh, to be honest, the virtual console hasn't really been great since the Wii era anyway. Because 3DS, it was okay, especially towards the end with the, I guess 3DS is still out, but technically towards the end with the new 3DS, you had some SNES games, which are kind of cool. But the Wii U was very, like, limited in, in its library. I mean, it did include or uh, Earthbound for the first time, like, since, you know, its original release, the SNES. So it did get that. It got the original uh, Mother game, which is cool. And they started to incorporate the, uh, you know, the, the Wii games. You know, so I think it had, like, the Metroid Prime trilogy, which is awesome. Um, I don't think they considered that virtual console, though. And they also had Mario Galaxy 2, and there's a few other ones on there. But I don't think they really considered those virtual console games. So that's a good example of showing that, you know, you can still have these older games on there. It just won't be called virtual console. You know, kind of makes sense there. So um, there are some... I guess arguments that can be made though as to why they wouldn't bring the older games back unless it's via the Netflix like subscription of Nintendo Online. Um, one reason why they might not release a virtual console is because they found a better way to, uh, I guess, market those games. And that's with these classic systems. Um, I've personally always thought of them as more of a novelty. Uh, just something that you kind of get for collection purposes and maybe play it or play around with it, you know, with, on your TV with some friends or whatever. Uh, but I never really thought of that as like an actual virtual console solution. Maybe Nintendo views it as that. Maybe that sales data showed them something that they're just like, you know what? We still have some of these plan. We still have a Game Boy plan. We still have a Nintendo 64 plan. So maybe that is the way that they wanted to market these games a little bit more. Uh, I personally don't see that as, you know, what they're doing. I just, I just don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think that that's going to be the end all be all because there's just not enough of them out there. So that's why it's a little bit confusing to see if, you know, that's actually their reason. Um, uh, but another reason could be piracy. Uh, you know, especially with the whole switch thing that happened, it's like you can now pirate games on it and all that. Maybe they're looking at the virtual console and they're just like, you know, I don't know. Because I'm not sure if they ever released the sales data for their virtual console on the previous systems. I'm not sure. Maybe they saw something in the sales that they said, you know what, these games, you know, as bad as it, it sucks, they're just being emulated. People are just downloading them illegally and our sales numbers for them are just aren't that good. I mean, it's very possible. So, I mean, I would definitely see the argument that these... There's different variables that go into this, and focusing on something new rather than focusing on what got them to this point, I guess, makes sense. 
So I don't know. Maybe there's just something there that said virtual consoles not really that profitable for us, which I find hard to believe because they were actually pretty expensive for, you know, what they were. You know, the, the having a, a digital version of a game that you could easily just pirate. And I personally am not really a big uh, pirater. I, it's, I don't use emulators. I just don't. It's not my thing. To me, I always enjoy playing the game on the native console that it's on. It doesn't do anything for me to play them on a game system that's not built for it. But that's just me. I know there's other people out there that don't care. People will play Pokemon games on their laptops. It's just, it's not comfortable. It's not a comfortable experience for me. So, I mean, there's obviously different ways of, of emulating games now, too. There's different classic systems and, uh, you know, the hyper boys and all, all kinds of crazy stuff out there that you can get. But um, I, don't, I think it's Superboy. I think that's what it is. But even that, I think, uses cartridges. So I, I don't know. There, but there's different ways of there's many different ways of doing it. So it's, I shouldn't just say that it's about, you know, computer based playing and stuff like that or just smartphone based there's many different methods of emulating these games. So maybe just because of the sheer amount of ways to do that, they decided, you know what, if we're going to bring back these classic games, we have to bring them back with a reason for people to want to, you know, pledge money to it. Um, so their way of doing that was to incorporate it with their online service. And to me, I feel like that was, that was more so why they decided to go with a paid subscription rather than to go along with the, uh, the competition. I think they viewed this as a way, this is a buy-in to get these games. We're using these as kind of like, you know, this money to guarantee us money from, you know, releasing these games. So, uh, kind of, it's kind of weird. It's a little strange. But I, I think that I understand uh, why they're doing that. Um, I am a little concerned that... Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned that it's this online service isn't going to launch when they're they're still saying it for whatever reason i just feel like they haven't really had all their stuff together for it and they're obviously having an issue um and i think that another reason why virtual console is not making it, it, it to the system is because they just don't have the time to do it it's almost like they don't have the resources to do it like emulation seems to be an issue and i wonder if switch is having a problem doing that but it obviously it can't right it can't because people are already using it to do that so I don't know. It's very strange, but I guess we'll I guess we'll find out more. You know, the closer we get to its release, um, there was another thing though that I wanted to touch upon, and that is that um, the whole the the whole online app is a little bit puzzling too. And I I was kind of hoping I was gonna have a prediction to uh, E3 video or podcast. I was gonna you know have some um, some predictions and have some things that uh you know I wanted. Um, from these companies to do this year. So I was like, okay, well, one of the ones for Nintendo, I'm going to say I hope they release a proper party chat app inside of the Switch itself. That way you don't have to use your phone and do all this other stuff. So I was like, okay, that, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I want to see from E3, um, excluding games. So if they could release a party chat or some sort of feature to do that, that would be awesome. But unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's still it's still via the phone, and it's really disappointing because it's like the switch to me is a system that since its release, it's all been based around its convenience. 
you know, its ability to seamlessly trans to, to seamlessly transition into your life. So you play it at home. It's suitable for the home environment. But if you want to go out into the world, you simply pick it up and you can take it with you no matter where you are in the game. This whole online thing, like, it doesn't make any sense, especially for an industry standard feature that Nintendo does not need to put their own spin on. Nintendo is great. Like, I love the Switch. The concept of the Switch is amazing, and they have been delivering it so well on it. But then you have something like this, and it just kind of derails it a little bit. And it's really disappointing because it's like, Nintendo, you have it. You have this in your hands. You can do it. And all you have to do is include a feature. Heck, Discord said they'd be interested in creating an app for it on the device itself. It's just, I don't know, Nintendo systems, whether it be the second analog stick on the 3DS, the digital triggers on all their systems except for, <laughs> except for GameCube, whether it be, uh, you know, a lack of power, I guess, with the Wii, but I don't know. I don't really count that as an issue because the Wii was kind of a particular, you know, device that had to be its certain way, price point, feature-wise, for it to fully be successful. Okay, I understand that. I'm not going to include that in there. But it seems like there's just always been this one feature that they just don't have the foresight for or they don't prioritize that really affects what the system does. In this case, it's the online features. And that's always kind of been the case, but now it seems like they have the full package. They have a powerful handheld machine that functions pretty well as a console. And it's super convenient. You can take it anywhere. It works exactly as advertised. There's no like, there's no BS when you're taking it out and doing all that. It's, it is perfect. It transitions perfectly. But then this one feature, this one feature that is just key to this online service. It's just not there. Every other system has it. The PlayStation Vita, the less powerful PlayStation Vita has a party chat. Has a party chat function. It's... I love the Switch. Like I said, I love the Switch, and I love it for what it is. It is my local wireless multiplayer machine that I also play all of these great Nintendo games on and third-party games that run well on it that I can play anywhere, like Skyrim, Doom, all those, all those good third-party games that are on it. But it's just so immensely disappointing when it doesn't have this one feature that, makes, that would make this system, you know... An industry stand, you know, it's it's hard to describe what it, what it, what that would mean for it, but it would just be something that would make this system kind of let us know that Nintendo's on the same page. It's like, hey, we heard you guys, and now we're incorporating it in our system. This is our first ever party chat. We have it down. This system is now going to include all the online features, all the basic online features that you need for a system. It was so close, so close. So I'm really hoping that they fix it because this system, I mean, it has everything you want in it. It has everything that you want in it. It might be, it might not be as powerful as the other systems, but you also can't pick up your PlayStation 4 and go play it on the bus. You know, it's, it's something that the PlayStation 4, sorry, it's super, it's like went away from the mic. Uh, the PlayStation 4 is not this small. It's not this small. 
I don't know. I just I'm just disappointed that they didn't go go further with that. And you know, it is what it is though. So we're gonna hop on over now though to the Twitter topic of the day. Uh, the Twitter topic of the day is going to of course be the virtual console. Um, just to see what people think of the virtual console. Uh, give me just one second here. We're gonna enter it in here. Luckily, I had my iPad at the ready. So let's see. Um, so this one guy, this one guy, uh, Balrog at Balrog Game Room, literally building virtual console from the ground up as a Netflix-like service where you can play retro games with online multiplayer. Headlines everywhere. Virtual console is not coming to Switch. So I do like, I do like that tweet. However, uh, I disagree. I, I technically, it is not virtual console, and I understand what he means. Sure, it is an older, it is older games coming back, but they're just not. It's not always the same because what if you have a single player game? It's not going to make it there. So I just, I don't. It's not necessarily wrong that virtual console is not coming to Switch. Is it always going to be the case? I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to say, but um, I don't know if Nintendo definitely went out and said that they are not going to be releasing Virtual Console. They just said it's not currently in their plans. That can change. So we'll move on to the next one here. Okay, someone said Nintendo Switch Online is a complete failure. No voice chat, no Virtual Console, no messages. Uh, I, I already touched upon the ver the voice chat and I've already touched upon the virtual console. The messaging point though is really strange because I feel like Nintendo for the last uh, two generations, three if you want to consider like the DS and the 3DS and all that, to me has been the most equipped to handle a, a messaging system with the touch keyboard. It has it built in. It's so much, it's a much better input than using the controller or using the PlayStation's touchpad. You know, excluding the PC, Nintendo systems have been more equipped to handle a text system, a texting-like, you know, messaging system than any other system. The fact that they don't have this in there is insane. You know, that was, this should have been handled back in the Wii U era, and the fact that it doesn't have it is highly disappointing. And once again, disclaimer, I love the Nintendo Switch. There's just some improvements that I think if they made it, people would start taking it a little bit more seriously. And I'm not saying that it's not being taken seriously, but I'm talking about people outside of the people that bought it. And there is a lot of people that bought it just for the games alone. So we're gonna go ahead and reply to that as well. Uh, okay, so we'll play this next one. Oh, and that was from uh, Griffin Gaming, at Griffin Gaming. Um, so now we're going to go to this next tweet here. Uh, Canalance, Canalance me, Meme Lord. When everyone thinks the entire virtual console will never come to the Switch, when it's just the name being taken away. Uh, once again, I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree with that. You know, it's just not being branded as virtual console. But once again, we've seen some pretty spotty virtual console attempts with the past two systems. So, uh... You know, the, the Wii U struggled with it, and the Switch kind of struggled with it. There is, or not the Switch, the, uh, yeah, the Switch, the, the Switch is really struggling with it. It doesn't have it at all. No, but I mean the 3DS. It, it hasn't been the best attempt at a virtual console, unfortunately. That's just kind of how it is. Um, so now, uh, we're going to move on to, uh, <laughs> let's see. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. I like this one a lot, too. Okay, so this is Patrick Daniel, and I kind of touched upon this, too. Uh, maybe it was really sloppy the way I did it, but I still touched upon it a little bit. So, uh, Patrick Daniel at Pat at Particle Daniel. Particle uh, particle underscore Daniel. I have to get better at reading these tweet names. Once again, we still have to get this a little bit more streamlined. We'll work it in a little bit better for the next episode, I promise. Uh, why doesn't the Switch have virtual console? Why doesn't Nintendo want to make money? And he shows a picture of the classic NES and the uh, classic uh, Super Nintendo. So, I don't know. That might be a way that they don't release the entire virtual the virtual console catalog. If you want to buy, you know, certain games, you know, that aren't included in that, you're kind of out of luck. At least that's what it seems like right now. Um, so we went ahead and favored that. We'll let all these guys know that they're on episode two of Game Pinions. Uh, let me see if I can find a new one. Uh, let's see. Hmm. So Tyler at praise. Praise the scooter. <laughs> that's a that's a very uh, unique name. Uh, no virtual console. The switch is doomed. I've heard this back and forth. Here's why this is a bad train of thought. The coming online plan has a $20 per year payment option, with a family plan that is shared among seven friends, makes it $4 and some change. Wow. I didn't know you could do that. That's pretty awesome. So that's, I mean, I didn't, that's something new. I mean, I didn't look into, I looked into the specifics, but once again, I mean, it was kind of a rush because I'm like, you know what? I need to pump this podcast out. So um, this isn't the last time we'll be talking about this. We'll definitely be talking this about this again at some point. So we'll read one more. Let's make sure I favorited that guy. Uh, let's see, one more, one more. Okay, let's, let's read it more. Okay, so it's Jeremy Parrish is not the hero baseball deserves. And I can't even read his underscore at GameSpite. Uh, so it says, I was in a sealed up airplane when this was announced, but I want to give Nintendo props for finally taking old virtual console out behind out behind the woodshed. It's death had to be dragged out long enough. So we'll go ahead and favorite that as well. That is hilarious. That is definitely hilarious. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is though. I mean, like, I'm not sure if I'm really upset about it, and I'm not sure if I really mind it that much. I think it's a missed opportunity, though, if they don't release these classic games, because with Nintendo platforms, it's always been my mindset that they should make this platform the ultimate Nintendo system, because Nintendo systems, regardless of if they are getting some third-party support, they're always going to be lacking third-party support in comparison to the uh, competition. So, I mean... I thought with the Wii U, I thought the best way to save this is to release these older games, make it the ultimate Nintendo system where you can get every Nintendo game on there. And I thought a Netflix-like subscription back then was going to be amazing. You know, that would be amazing for that system. And now they're applying it to the Switch. So, you know, it's kind of a wait and see because we don't know really the, the main details about this. We just know it's going to be a subscription that has these games. It could be all the games, but we just pay $20 a year to play them all. Which I think is, you know, not a bad deal if that's how it is. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it is. But we are all out of time for today. So thank you so much for listening to episode two of Game Pinions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on iTunes and on YouTube and on wherever you're listening to this podcast on. If you leave me a five-star review, that'd be awesome too. But if you don't, I just appreciate you listening. That's awesome and that's more than I can ask for. So thank you so much for watching or listening. We're, <laughs> you know... 
Uh, so I will see you guys later. Bye.